and welcome to another episode of the podcast. My name is Dave and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Ian. Hello. And we're going to get into fucking Friday on um, oh, yeah. E1 2023. Let's fucking go. It begins. We've got a D8 this time. So, <laughs> a little joke there for you for the, the, the pre-LARP fans. Um, um, yeah. Jeez. Man, would you want to just... Uh, okay, let's talk about the weather. Yeah. E1... Always has this thing where the joke is Matt P, uh, who's the the one of the top bods at Profound Decisions, yeah. has a weather machine, yeah. and he likes to ter- he likes to mess with the dials, yeah. and E one is notorious for for the dials being twisted. Yeah, it was like really nice, wasn't it? Yeah, like I think it did it rain a little bit on the Friday. Yeah, so there was. A, there, I think the main thing we'll get to this was the cold on the Thursday night because we obviously went down there for the Thursday yeah. night. Uh, Thursday, by the way, was just great. It's yeah. always nice going there, setting up, uh, doing all of that business was fantastic. Just had a really nice time meeting up with people, pop down to the forge, all that kind of jam. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just really nice. Set up the camp early. You don't have anything to really worry about. Fridays, just very light stuff until time in. But yeah, the the it was extremely cold on the Thursday night. I remember it was it so cold. I had to go and get my cloak because I was so chilly. In fact. Um, John gave me his nice jacket. He had an extra jacket with a furry bit on it. So I walked around in that, which was very, very nice. Um, But I I think that was the main thing. There was a little bit of rain uh, that kind of came in smatterings throughout the event. Yeah. Uh, But mainly on the Thursday and the Friday, I think. Um, but the main thing was just the cold in the, on the Thursday and sort of deep in the evenings. Yeah. I was a chilly boy. Um, I can't remember what I did on Thursday now. I wandered around for a bit. I just basically had drinks. Yeah, I think we just set up. And And we also got there way earlier than we usually do. And it was really nice to get set up. Also in our, um, we're now the Ashbourne instead of with the Entwine Pass. So we've got like a nice little personal camp. And it was just nice hanging with the boys, wasn't it? It was just um, great. I mean, and I think uh, it's nice and tucked out the way. And I think we've all kind of got our own kit systems down to agree even me uh, I, where we can I, still get there I don't know I, I got there in good know. time yeah you did but like it's not it's not the time it takes it's the amount of shit you bring oh yeah okay? I bring a lot of shit now I'm looking after the tent um, which we should have mentioned the pre-lock we got it cleaned oh yeah um, dude that was there. that was awesome actually. yeah like we got it cleaned sent it off and got it back it was quite pricey but they've done a bang up job it like, looks like really good really good like brand, brand new, new. Um, waterproofed um, I had some we had some waterproofing issues with the tent and it was just getting wet in there but now it's really nice um, anyway um, what was my point oh yeah my point was the amount of shit you bring with you is insane. Like, okay, yeah, my point about that was, I'm now looking after the tent in my house, yeah. my, my flat, my poxy little flat. To be fair, you are using the tent a fair yes, bit for a yes, bunch of events. Yes, it's not practical for me. I understand how we got here, Ian. That's not what... Oh, but so, you so. have just... But you, all you've done is gone, well, that's a... That's a tent space now I have in my car, which I don't mm. need to think about. And you've filled it with even more stuff. Kind of. It's a little bit less, actually. In, and in general, it's it's kind of... It, it's like, because I used to bring two of those massive <laughs> fucking boxes. Yeah. I only bring one now. And that's just a lot more comfortable. Uh, how, so many, how many bags of snacks did you bring? 
I've bought quite a lot of snacks. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've bought quite a lot of snacks. I do the Navantes party. Can you give us a rundown of a brief overview? Try and keep it brief, though. Or how many snacks you bought? Uh, There's a huge thing of marshmallows, the giant ones. Mm -hmm. There was like four boxes of uh, chocolate crispy things. Mm -hmm. There was the muffins. Four boxes of muffins. Um, what else the, did you have? Uh, a, oh, I got these misshaped Jaffa cakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, they were a bit, like, a bit disappointing because they really, really were misshapen. Yeah, they weren't, like, mildly disfigured. No, no, I expected because uh... previously I'd got them and they'd been, like, Jaffa cakes with a bit in the middle who's slightly off-centre. These were, yeah. like, mashed together yeah, Jaffa a cakes. serious accident, yeah. you know? So, um, they were still very tasty. Um, yeah. Uh, loads of mango and um... oh yeah by the way dried mango is a brave choice at a LARP I quite like it though no I do but I'm just like the the, the dangers of large amounts of alcohol dried fruit porter cabins mm. very elaborate kit it's a it's a bold choice no I mean I actually weirdly um, yeah I, I find it it helps it helps the regularity the regularity yeah yeah yeah, no, yeah. it's good. So, um, <laughs> yeah, there's a fair bit of stuff I bring. And most of it, to be honest, is uh, different changes of uh, soft kit options <laughs> and different layers of soft kit Depending options. on the occasion. Depending on the occasion. Yeah. Uh, which, weirdly, I actually do end up wearing the sort of the same style of garb pretty much all the time, even though I have various different options now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, yes, I, I certainly have a lot of stuff. Anyway, let's let's get into it. I had... Oh, what are you, you got something to say? No, no, I was going to say, you've got the new player. Yeah, skin. so... Um, uh, I was chatting to Tim, um, and Tim Baker, and he's a wonderful man. Tim, by the way, uh, just a quick shout out to Tim. He's the guy who, whenever I'm like, we want to do an episode on X. Yeah. I usually talk to him, yeah. and he gives me recommendations on uh, which guests would be good. Yeah. And I think we can all agree... We've we've had a run of incredibly good guests, yes. um, so thank you very much, Tim, and thank you to all those wonderful people oh, who have been, been so on. Um, but yeah, like really good. Anyway, um, and I saw him. I, know, I saw him post something about um, the new player skirmish, right? And I was like, "Did you want a hand with that?" Okay, That's like. Cool. Yeah, this is very much previous Dave fucking over present day Dave, yeah, or yeah, future yeah. Dave. Because I was like, it's Friday, the weather's doing wacky mm, stuff. Mm. I was like, I've got lots to do. I'm already kind of knackered because I drank loads on the Thursday, and now I'm heading off to the <laughs> new players. Yeah, I was like, I was really surprised because bearing in mind, you obviously you had a fair amount of health issues last year and stuff as well, so you hadn't actually been on a lot of skirmishes and battles. No. Uh, oh, until. Yeah, towards very the end of the year. Very recently. Right, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still... So it was great actually seeing you head off again and go and... and, and... Get involved. Yeah, because you do love it, well, right? Like, oh, yeah. It... I, hell yeah, I love it. Um, but the thing was, it was like... Uh, oh, I also want to say, from Friday onwards, I developed a horrible cold. And you know what's weird when you get ill? You're like, who gave this to me? I yeah. wonder where this came from. I know exactly where this came from. I hugged Ellie on the Thursday. Oh. She was all snotty and gross. <laughs> and then I became a snotty, gross person myself. Um, so thanks, Ellie, for like <laughs> just... But then again, I went around and hugged loads of people as well. So what can we do? 
Sometimes you're snot on, and sometimes you're the snotter, I guess. Yeah. That's just how life is. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went off to the new player's skirmish. I got there just before four, and holy guacamole, there were a lot of new players. Mm. Like, like 500 yeah. new players. Like, yeah, shoving was just like lower than that. And it was like, god damn, there's a lot of them. Their kit looked amazing. Yeah. The new player, keen. You could feel it coming off them. Um, I got there a bit early, and they were doing, um, who was there? Nick and Johnny. Johnny does ILARP stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a lady, I don't know, I've never met the lady, but they were doing a new player brief. But to like 500 people, right? Yeah. There's a bunch of people there. And they were excellent. Like, they were so good. They were funny, informative. They really laid stuff down. I was like, I sat there and watched it for a bit because I was like, this is just gold like they're yeah, yeah. so good at what they do um so yeah new players were all hanging out learning lots and then we were like okay now we're gonna do the new player skirmish get separated out into their different nations yeah they're like oh we don't have anyone from the brass coast i was like i'll look after the brass coast like yeah. they're a bit like navarre right <laughs> Yeah, kind well, of. Kind of. You could kind of make an argument for it, like skirmish tactics. Yeah, whatever. But I'm a Navari, and therefore, it's like you know, murder them, kill, kill the enemy. Yeah. You can't betray your enemy type vote. Yeah. Anyway, the Freeborn that I looked after were wonderful, uh, yeah. very keen. Um, we were told to try and encourage people to take leadership roles. So I tried to get people to like take leadership roles and stuff. It's very difficult, but yeah. let's face it. When you're first starting out, it's about confidence building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like that's what it's really about. Like it's not about um, if your voice carries enough or any of that stuff. It's about stepping up to the plate and trying to get involved. And yeah. we did. That's a, a lot of LARP in general, really. Uh, uh, like it's not just in the, in the combat game. It's in, it's in all aspects. It's, like exactly. It's it, essentially, it's just the whole thing is just a, an opportunity to give stuff a go and you not necessarily, pay. if you're not a confident person, play a confident person at LARP. Yeah. And then you get to the end of the weekend and go, wow, my character did loads of confident things. And then yeah. you realize, oh, I was that character and it was me the entire time. It's such a great learning experience. Um, it happens to different people at different times. It definitely happened to me. I know it's happened to you. Um, yeah, so if you're not there yet, don't worry. Like, keep doing it. Um, yeah. You'll get there eventually. Um, or not. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, we did... What did we do? We did uh, ones where we got one group, which was part of my group, um, to be attacked by a larger squad and to get decimated. Then right. another, even bigger squad came in and rescued us, and it gave the physics a chance to role play physicking. That's cool. Really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we did uh, a donut of death, but the donut was itself was a little the, the 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 innards of the donut was a little bit too big, and the, they actually wrecked the surrounding Amazing. aspect of the donut. Right. So it didn't really work out that well. But it was a good fun learning experience. Um, and then we did a couple of fighting retreats just to teach them. Basically, like the good things about teaching them donuts of death and a fighting retreat is they're the two hardest things you'll ever do on the field. Yeah, they're the times that most people will get murdered. Get killed, is yeah. uh, a donut of death and a fighting retreat. Oh, um, oh yeah, <laughs> yes it is. Um, it was a ball. Uh, I yelled a lot. I ran around. Uh, tried to like get people involved. Um, 
we had a bloody good time. I really hope I did a good job. I don't know whether I did. Uh, hopefully, like uh, the, the the brass coast didn't suffer too many catastrophic uh, deaths uh, <laughs> as a result of me trying to teach them. But um, I just want to thank uh, Tim and uh, the rest of the volunteers who went along um, for basically having me along and let me do that. Cause do you think was... you're going to do it again, or uh, maybe I don't know? Like um, I talked, to, I, I don't know. I don't want to assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but um, I had a really fun time. Um, Friday is obviously quite a difficult time at four o'clock because you're kind of like getting geared mm. up and doing all that stuff. But actually, it really helped brushing off the cobwebs, yeah. doing a little bit of fighting. You came back and you were hyped, like yeah, you were, yeah, yeah. You were really ready to go. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. pumped. Yeah. Um, but I did kind of like blow my uh, voice out quite early because I was I was trying to you know yeah, trying you're to, trying to give it yeah trying yeah. to give a bit of a, a vibe of what the fighting's like and you know anyway I did that. Um, and then what like time in yeah and and one of the things that uh there's a lot of stuff that happens very quickly at time in because obviously uh, you kind of start at six and you've only got so many hours of daylight and there's skirmishes that are going out there's national meetings that are happening there's all the sort of the different groups that have to then meet up and do the things so actually it's it, i mean you can give yourself a slow start because obviously everything in life is optional but if you're if you've got key things you want to be involved in it can actually happen very quickly uh so you kind of uh you you kind of hit, have to hit the ball rolling on a bunch of stuff and leading in we'd um, been talking to john who plays caddock yeah and uh he's we he's just, definitely not a spy yeah definitely not a spy yeah i don't know why i bring that up yeah but he's not a spy yeah a wink. winky face um and we love john we love uh Kadika's character as well and uh, it was just it, we we all kind of just agreed we would have him as part of the Ashbourne well we had a bit of a chat didn't we we, yeah. we have a rule well we came up with a rule yeah, we, yeah. which is we're only gonna because we want to keep it really small yes um, we definitely want to keep so it small so it has to be a completely unanimous vote yeah there is no judgement if someone says no it's yeah. like if one person says no then we all say no yeah. and I think that's quite a nice rule for trying to keep your group as as cohesive as possible. Yeah. And I think we're actually at the perfect size right yeah. now. Like, um, yeah, really nice vibes uh, with the five of us. Actually, us. adding adding uh, John and uh, Kadok, his character, I think it really actually added this whole extra element to the Ashbourne. Because we, we recently obviously added Quill. Yeah, uh, so, uh, yeah Quill, uh, Orion's character. And I think... Because the game that John brings in with not Dude, being a spy... We are all playing very different games. Very different games. Um, we approach the game, uh, it, it, we have different worlds that we live in. Yeah. And it's quite fun having a bit of a powwow. Yeah, occasionally with... you'll meet up with somebody else from the striding and say, what have you been up to? And the stories that people will tell you will just be like, that is an exceedingly different time from the one that I've been having. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did... Um... We did a little bit of a, a, ritual. a ritual to bring him in because uh, we have a, a sort of a tradition where um, uh, the brand, who in this case is uh, uh, Bungle's character, Gaius, uh, his um, his kind of thing was a sent. He, he kind of has a, like a ritual he does to sort of bring someone into the group. It was really nice. It was just fun to have. I think sort we of did get... that on Saturday. No, we did it on Friday. Are you sure? Yeah, we definitely did it on Friday. Okay. This was like we did it straight away, just sorry, so we could sorry, get to dear listeners. Sorry, dear listeners. No, no. It, it was um, it, it was one of the reasons was so we could get it done and then head off to uh, to standing because things are quite a rush. 
Oh man, standing as well, Jesus. So Oh, but importantly, Kalik, who definitely isn't a spy, definitely not was like, Hey, I've heard that there might be assassin an assassin or assassins. Yes. A a a, a cadre of assassins oh my God, this with is so different good. skill sets. Yeah. That have been tasked to potentially kill you. Yeah. Um, me. Me. Yeah. Gellert. Gellert right? Ashbourne, right? And bear in mind, this isn't Gellert's first rodeo when it comes to... Potential assassination. Potential assassination points put out to him. So we heard that of a thing called the Blood Games. Um, so good. Dude. Where they were going to try and assassinate or... or we're we'll going to get to how this plays out, but... That was the kind of setup. And bear in mind, like, Paul Bung, who plays uh, Gaius, is is basically my bodyguard. Yeah. And Get down, Mr. The, the long <laughs> suffering. And, like, Agni is my scribe. And we basically went around as a so trio, uh, which is now Quill joins in on as well. Yeah. Um, I actually, I, I know sometimes you feel a bit kind of weird about it. Because obviously, like, uh, I, I know you sometimes you feel like you monopolize sort of game and stuff. But I think all the players love it. Uh, and... Yeah, I do. I do constantly say you don't have to do this. Yeah, like um... but I think because uh, the the reality is you go to interesting places on the field and you do interesting and things. meet interesting people. And yeah, it, it, in fairness, if they're ever not enjoying it, they can just walk away. Absolutely. And, do else. and I think Absolutely. you do. You do always make that fairly um, obvious. Poor Agni. Yeah. Um, I turned Gellert the um, the bumbling <laughs> diplomat up to eleven. Um, <laughs> I was like, Agni, write that down. You know what I mean? Or, or like constantly, constantly. I've got this image was... of, uh, of, of Gellert slowly becoming like Zap Brannigan from uh, Futurama. Yeah, kind of more like, like, ah. I, I think I'm becoming more like, you know, like, you know, like a US governor. Yeah. Where you're like, fucking hell, that guy's like, his teeth are too white, his hair's too perfect, and he's a fucking moron. Yeah. But he has like a team that's very good around him, that kind of help him, you know, like, do the job. Yeah. And I would be, frankly, terrifyingly useless yeah. without Agni and, oh, and Keith. I, I, like, I, fully, I, I fully understand this feeling, like, without, the, without basically oh my, my hold team... Hold on, at least I do things in my job. What? You, as, you are like, you're oh, quite how literally... How quickly you turn around on me. You're literally just a figurehead for the Navarchers. What?! Silver is literally running the Navarchers, and you come out with your fan and your fucking um, your your uh, <laughs> coconut cup, oh. and you're literally just a figurehead. That's all you are. You're a you're a a, a, a peacock, and hey, Silver is the one that's I get, actually I get running them through the, the door. I get them through the door, oh and once God. they put their. <laughs> Once they're through the door, Welcome to the Navarchers now. Go see Silver. <laughs> no, like... I'm it's... off to blow some bubbles in oh, the Oh, jeez, it's so funny. Um, we'll get to a lot of that later on, but... Um... Ridiculous. Man, but um... so, uh, at this stage, did you know the nature... Because obviously I'd heard a bit about the Blood Games, but did you know the nature of what... OC, I had heard You'd some heard stuff about it. But I see you didn't know. Yeah, and I was You're 100% playing it. Like playing it so like, you were playing know. it like it was like a legitimate assassination. Exactly. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 we found out later that basically this is a plot by my watcher. I mm. won't say any yeah. more about who that character is. Yeah. But he, one of my bodyguards, um, Wynn, mm. um, who wasn't at this event, yeah. 
had maybe been um, bragging about how good Gela Ashbourne's uh, bodyguard is yeah. and how no one can touch me because of how good the bodyguard yeah. retinue is. Yeah. This was seen as a... That was uh, when you had, what, like 20 people yeah, walking around with yeah. you protecting you? Yeah, the Ember you? cast. I had like a... 20 odd people posse posse <laughs> where the militia well, you, you literally the, had the militia come up and check up on you because they were like 20 heavily armed fucking Navari wandering around this means trouble and they were literally just protecting me it was amazing um, but Wynn wasn't there this event so this Watcher character had <laughs> had assigned certain assassins to come and get me Right. Including things like I heard there was going to be um, like normal assassins that are going to stab me. Like there were like crossbows. Um, there was going to be a honey trap. Um, I, I loved all of this stuff. Uh, poisoner, so a poisoner. So um, like you know, loads of stuff. I was just like, yeah, yeah. this is this is this is fun. Um, so yeah. Um, so OC, I kind of knew they weren't going to actually try and kill me, mm. but they were all going to try and have a pop at me, which made right. everything kind of fun. Um, standing, standing, standing. It, it was yeah, it was just really fun. Um, standing is where we in Navarre all go to the circle yeah. and we have a big old chat off for like a, a state of play, basically. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's just. Um, it's very difficult, and un- there's just not a better way of doing it. And I think it's it works very well for, right. for but it, 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 it essentially just informing people of what things are happening, where people can go for pieces of information for different types of game. But it's obviously quite long as a result of all that. But I think they've got it a lot more streamlined down now with like the the way that the new uh, I forget what the name of the role is now. The person who essentially. Uh, kind oh. of invites people in, and then they were so good. Really by good. the way, I think that um, has I don't changed know that player, but they were so really good, good. really concise, really clear. Um, they did such a good job explaining what's happening, um, keeping everything on task. Because it's like in the past, some standings have been very long. Yeah, this isn't a conversation. Is a good one because yeah. sometimes things start going into a back and forth. And it's like, yeah. this isn't a conversation. Yeah. You go out there, you say your piece. If yeah. you want to talk about it, which is the point, you want yeah. game. Yeah go off and have a conversation afterwards like yeah. this is more like a a bulletin post for yeah. for people to kind of learn and and i think they did such a, a wonderful job um i went up there yeah. um because i wanted to promote um the ambassador election for yarm yeah because um, and Yarm, you announced um, that you weren't standing i was yeah. yeah so i was basically letting everyone know that I was, I am in that role, and if you want to know more about it or know anything about the foreign service game, to come up like, um, which they did, by the way. Yeah, I, I you had some it. really nice. I had a few really good, interesting players come up and ask me about foreign uh, diplomacy stuff, how to get into the game, what's involved. Um, I gave them the full waltz and all yeah, yeah, yeah. review of what's happening, and there were some really promising looking diplomats out yeah, there yeah, like yeah. i'm pretty hyped for it so uh yeah it's that was really nice um, i did i did a uh an avarches thing and um i really got like like i i really got into the performance the one thing to say i guess going into the whole event the performance side of being talus is something that i uh, i i really got into there was an amazing picture of <laughs> <laughs> of keys yeah 
with his so literally doing like a, a Jean Luc Picard yeah, face palm. Yeah, yeah, like a, he's just fingers into his forehead, and while you're standing next to him, being outlandishly flamboyant next to him. I have no idea what's happening, but if a picture says a thousand words, that picture is... Yeah, that's so basically good. the relationship between Talis and the rest of the did story. Did you upload it onto our Facebook page? I think, I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you'll yeah, find yeah. it on there. It's yeah. hilarious. But, um, so I went up to deliver this thing. It was really nice. Like, the the, the, the everyone responded really well. But, you see, when you actually go up and make these announcements, it's pretty crucial uh, if you're going to say there's going to be an Avarchers meeting. Yeah. That you actually say when the meeting oh, is going to be. So bad. Just get Silver to do it. I should, dude. Assume that won't be a problem anymore. Well, bring <laughs> bring Silver up there with you. I did you. last time. Silver, <laughs> Silver is your agony. Oh my um, gosh! But like, it was so like, it was so funny. Oh, this is a classic uh, Gellert thing to do as well. I gave all the flyers yeah. to other people to hand out. Yeah. So I you gave them to me, it. but then I was like, not long after you with announcements, so I couldn't do it. So I literally had to pass them off to somebody else. But then, uh, as I think the rest of the guys handed them out, Agni did as well. I had a bunch. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. We'd all taken some. Um, but as you were, as after I'd done my thing and I was walking around, I started like walking around the circle, handing out the flyers. But interspersed in among those flyers, I would offer somebody a flyer and saying that, and then a few select people. I'd be like, and if you were interested in seeing the more discerning side of Geller Ashbourne. Then uh, there's 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 another. Hold on, so there's a direct. Oh, I linked the two. Fuck you, Dave. Uh, I told you that that you, you fucked around and you found. Hey, out. at least when I do it, you can't follow that. That that that's a very hard thing to follow to find out my <laughs> movements. I wasn't handing them out. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I had other people doing it. How many people did you have doing? There's quite a few. I can't help giving you a list. All right. Across the field, I had like it was a distribution network. I made sure that they they get fucking reapers, wasn't it? There's there's more than just that. Also, how many did you hand out? So there were only forty copies. Forty copies is baby numbers. Don't. I wanted it to be an exclusive run. I did two hundred twenty of yours, Ian. Two hundred twenty. But I treat I treat you good. I treat you like you're an exclusive commodity. Forty is like. You're a prized fucking possession. And they're gold dust. Like, they are, like, now... I was... I'm, one thing I really wanted to do was I wanted to number them. I wanted to put, like, one of 40. Did you? No, I forgot. I... Yeah, I, it's I really want though. to do that. I think if we ever do this again... Oh, no. Like, there's going to be a second printing. But the, so I think it's going to be one of those things where if you have one which doesn't have a number on the back, you know you have the first print run. First. When, original. When, when I do, like, a second print run, I'm going to do, like, probably another 40. And then I'll number them one to forty. It, the artwork was fantastic. Yeah, um, it's literally me. Yeah, like, and it's also I, weird to be like when you look at something and go, "That's me." Yeah, um, it's me chained to a bed <laughs> with a pillow and my beautiful rod uh, suggestively placed on my lap. Yeah, I love the detail of my glasses <laughs> laying on the bed next to me. Yeah, like. If anyone who's listening to this has had a sexual encounter with me, which there, are, there will be very few, <laughs> that, this will be a, not maybe not the chains, but the the glasses next to me on the bed, uh, just mwah, so it was so good. It, like, it's so good. It's perfect. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was. It. I, I didn't have everybody. I asked. Yeah, was like a hundred percent. I want that. Yeah, like nobody turned oh, it's a down. Complete, people literally, it's a collector's item now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very... So there's there was a couple of people. It was it was so funny just to have these sort of few things because I say there really weren't very many. There's also there are four 
like larger size versions mm? out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's four larger size versions out there in the empire. Where did you get? Where did they go? That's those go to very specific people. Interesting. That these they they're resources. Uh, so there's four people who have I would say like like uh, like frameable frameable versions. Of I the, love of it. I love the idea. <laughs> of my scrawny ass being held up in pride of place in someone's house that I don't know. That's it's wonderful. it's genuinely it's, I, it's it, it, it was, was it was so funny when yeah. people started to be like, "Have you seen this?" and I'd be like, "Because I hadn't seen it, yeah. right?" So I basically said to Ian like, "Because uh, Ian asked, yeah. oh yeah, by the way, I'm pretty sure I created a rule at Empire by <laughs> distributing smart of Ian." And then, without his consent, and now there is a very, very specific rule. Yeah. You have to have people's consent to do it. I think it's a great rule. I think fair. it's the Gellert rule. Um, yeah. So you're welcome, player base, yeah. that I uh, have created a new rule, um, which is a good rule. Um, yeah. But the... Um, yeah, so I gave a green light to it. But it was so funny when I bumped into you later, because I was like, Talis! Yeah. Like, someone spread all this pornography about me. They've... They've targeted both of us. <laughs> yes, so good. Who on earth would want to do this? I went straight to the inquiring cap. Yeah, you have to. I mean, <laughs> who is responsible for spreading this filth about me and you? And it's just so funny. Cause, it like, was hilarious. Both of us are like winky face, like lol. Um, yeah. yeah, really oh, funny. Talking of the inquiring ink cap, the, the difference... In the uh, the reporting on both of us, because we both had a little uh, aspect in there, or I should say on me, uh, but there was a uh, I had one about no, fuck the this. resplendence of the standards. Fuck that I had. this! I haven't had my name spelt right in that paper oh. once. Okay, what do you mean, Gary Ashbourne or Jerry or whatever the fuck <laughs> it is? Like he constantly misspells my name. I love he, it so much. Uh, when I went for uh, when I got elected, he talked about me getting uh, the only reason why I took the job was to get smashed on the foreign v- imported vino. Yeah. Um, this time round, because uh, I got a message on it, <laughs> and he goes. A uh, little bird tells me that you're running for Senate now. And I was like, yeah. Like, I didn't know how this got out. Oh, he's very well connected. I know. I don't know. I, I, I don't love know. It. I've I got spies it. in my midst. I didn't tell him. Like, I deliberately... By the way, this is something that's really important. I deliberately didn't try and power game in any way, shape, yeah. or form. I didn't go to my friends in stridings and say, all of you need to vote for me. I was like, pretty cash about it. I was like, because... Um, it's, it's, one thing, it's hard with the podcast. Dude, it's so hard with the podcast because I don't want to be like the the idea of like me, even the accusation of me taking game away from other people because yeah. we we have a little podcast is like it it kills me right like yeah. I don't want to make other people feel that way yeah um, so I deliberately didn't do any power gaming whatsoever um, I didn't fact, really I didn't really the prep do we did was very last minute actually like, yeah I put the flyers together like literally a few yeah. days before well we literally came up with the the slogans like. Well, this put, yeah. and put this and then it was like this and I was like yeah that will work I love that there was even a typo on it which oh is gosh just, hilarious no, perfect yeah. it's absolutely perfect because it's like Geller Asborn and there's a fucking typo on the fucking it's just hey we had to roll them out quick it's so good it's we had perfect. to roll them out quick um, but yeah so he writes a puff piece it's not a puff piece he's like failed ambassador <laughs> runs for senate okay? at least you got your name wrong though 
Yeah, I mean, hopefully no one knew it was me, but yeah, this the, the inquiring in cap is genius. It's so well written. It's it, like the, he did an article. Did you read the fancy nuts one about James' oh, yeah, character? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he just kept on putting in nut themed puns yeah. all the way through the article. Every the That's inquiring in cap. So long writing. He's it, he's a fucking he's a genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he's, yeah. he's he's he's. He's unbelievably good at what he does. So um, his kit, everything. Uh, yeah, anyway. It um, was one of those things where, like, because I'm, I'm telling out like hard, like from the get go, and I'm just like immediately like, oh, this says nice things about me. It's my favorite newspaper, and I'm just like, you know, I've always said like all this kind of stuff. Just like, it, it, like it just be completely like I am. You know, you can quote me. This is my favourite paper. All this kind of stuff. Right? We're at standing, and I'm yeah. looking over at him, and I'm going to him like I'm mouthing like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you fucking, you know, I'm like, it's like, so funny, so man. good. Um, I also um, got oh, I also got interviewed by, uh, and I got in the Oath right. Yeah, you, you had a bunch um, of stuff, right? But the Ofright, the interview I had was like from two seasons ago, right? And it talks a lot about how I want my plans for Yarm, right? right? Whereas it makes me seem like a crazy person yeah. in light of the current state of play. I like that though because no, it so adds that whole context of like time and the the Ofright is like a tabloid. Yeah. Okay. It's sensational. Yeah. It always has a twist on what it's doing. Like they iron out the uh, Master of the Mint so hard. <laughs> like they they even had a uh, a fucking. Um, a cartoon right. of the Master of the Mint, like, being, like, you know, having no money. Um, <laughs> and it's like, this is so good. It's like yeah. it's like the sun or something like that. But, like, the writers are very good. I, I mean oh, this as a compliment. Right no, but I think, that. like, all of the newspapers, actually, they're written in... They really get the vibe of the fantasy of those things being written. It's the flavour. Yeah. It's the flavour. Like, I mean, the Inquiring like, in Cap is, like, the National Enquirer, right? So good. Like, so it's, good. like it's a... It's a gossip like whatever and it's yeah. always each article is like really hilarious the oath right has like certain political agendas and all this stuff like this do the looking glass right you get an actual fashion magazine that actually like has pictures and full page like spreads oh. and stuff when swoon of the year i don't know i don't know actually i think they did one a swoon of the season was there I, it, but yeah though no. that was this good did it's you so, get it no 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 oh. No, no, no! I'm not going to get soon in the season. I don't know, man. But, um, um, but especially not now. No, not now. Not now. Not now. Anyway, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Ian. Um, yeah. Talk about the vines meeting. What happened? Yeah. With that? So after, so basically, a whole bunch of things happen after standing after we all break up. There's the 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 fawns meeting. There's like the fates go and meet up, and the vines have a meeting. I was there when the vines were originally kind of brought together as an idea and that there would be vines meetings this is seasons ago yeah years uh, years ago yeah and i was like so i'm kind of known a little bit there in a way like i'm kind of a big deal no not at all People like that but me. i mean it's like uh, more a case of actually that i know it a fair bit and um the the i know and, and so does uh gwendolyn who's obviously going for the thimble so uh we came up this idea because i'm I was like, I'm going to help you because I didn't actually weirdly have a lot on this uh, summit as it was. So I was like, I'm happy to help. At at the time, I was like, I'm happy to help 
however you need with your political aspirations. So it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll go to the Vines meeting, say my piece for you, which I did. Uh, and um, she said her bit. Just, it was just really nice actually just going with an agenda, right? With like a political agenda, which is not really a game that I've really been involved in before. It's not really something that I want to be like super involved in, in general. Yeah. But it was fun to do that because it's like... Carefully. And is there stuff that you can... It, use, it, use me as a cautionary tale. Yeah. Like I, I definitely, I look at you and your meetings and stuff and I'm like, whoa. It's not why I go laughing, but um, I actually I, we can talk about some of my stuff for sure. But like, I actually do love it. Like, oh no, I know you do. Yeah, I think actually, like a lot about LARP is just finding the things that you enjoy, right? And... I, I think I think it's like with my game because I basically had is no like people call it the poison chalice, right? Yeah. Like that you're literally ambassador to a slave nation. There's like. Uh, the, the nation as a whole, the, the empire, is extremely bloodthirsty. Yeah. Like, if there's an option just to, why don't we just fight them and kill them, right? Like, that's that's the option that most people go for. So trying to be something else yeah. and having to do so much work has kind of got me, like, a pretty good, like, I don't know, good, but people know who I am now yeah. because I'm hard working even, like, uh, if yeah. it's a treadmill, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And I think, like, it, it, it's been interesting to see how I think we've both found different types of challenges mm. in the game. Uh, like, the, the game that I play is quite different from your game. Well, very different. A, a, an entirely different game. Yeah. Um, like, my, my game is, like, almost entirely performance-led <laughs> acting, essentially. Yeah. Um, which ha- will become very relevant later on, because the... The slow evolution of who Talis was and who he is now, like when we first started, we we all pretty much just played ourselves, right? I would say <clears throat> you have you're basically playing a different character now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Another way, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I think that happened uh, like sometime last year or maybe the year before. Uh, it has been building. I but think it, I th- think there's... it happened because you started. Um... I think some of the choices that you'd made in playing certain archetypes of characters in our tabletop roleplay games yeah. uh, gave you the confidence to express a lot more of a flamboyant character, which you've just ran with now, yeah. and now you're absolutely loving it, basically. Oh man, it's so good. But yeah, so um, just running around and doing all of that was so much fun. Um, we Because I had not set... Uh, the time of when the Navarchers meeting was uh, and the Vines meeting went on quite a while so I left there and there was a bunch of people kind of like just looking around for where the Navarchers meeting was fucking it's hell. fucking disgraceful dude um, it was just so get bad. silver to do I know it. I know look in the future this is how it's going to be we've actually that's we've we've <laughs> You had a conversation. We've had an intervention. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, but basically, um, although our camp is great, it is quite tucked out of the way and difficult to navigate people to, like describe where it is in a sense. The Waystone Path, which is where Silver is, is literally like 
you can point to it visibly from standing. Wow, it's almost like he's uh, anyway. Yes, I've made my feelings clear. On the I know, subject. I know. I feel the same way, and yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like in the future we're going to do all the meetings there, and it was just much more practical. But then but you one have to the... carry all your snacks over, Ian. I will, I will, I will carry all okay. the snacks over. But um, there's actually a whole bunch of stuff we're going to do with that. That that'll be for next season, though. Okay. Um, another really nice element of it was just meeting like new players, like new people who. Uh, and this this kind of happened throughout as most of the Friday, but like new players who wanted to be archers and join, and people would introduce them to me because they knew who I was, obviously, and were like, "This is a game we're interested in," or a game that um, you know a member from my striding is int- interested in, and just introducing people and interacting with new players. The keen is so uh, it, it just it, just being able to sort of like be like an entry point to game for people right and be like oh yeah th- this is a, a military unit that you can be part it, of but it, by the way it's also like I- i'm bonkers and you can interact with me and then there's all these other wonderful people who are part of it who you can interact with and you you can you can like come for the fighting and the skirmishing but you can stay for the fun rp and the people and all of that I, stuff right and this this sounds agree this sounds really bad but i get exactly what you're talking about like I feel like Geller is like part of the furniture now in Navarre, mm. right? Like, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, the character like Talis is known for certain things. We have contacts with different people. Like, um, it's it's interesting, yeah. And I think it's like remember when we first started going, how doughy-eyed we looked at those people in the in the in the standing yeah. and these big personalities that kind of like were really and still are like big signature people in the nation and now we're kind of like we're kind of doing it and it's pretty crazy yeah it's like i think i've hit this point now where it's like that there is no kind of like not being talus right like every every moment requires like just walking around requires like walking around with a coconut cup sloshing away Oh and like to stop the fucking gentrification of Navarre, man. Like, <laughs> and it's just like it, it's it's really fun. Like I had a bunch of moments where I'd go back to the Namarket area, and what I d- uh, decided with the uh, was basically that we would have uh, Ifan, my beautiful darling boy, would be set up on the stool there, and I would just occasionally like go and give him a hug and a kiss, and be like, "My darling boy," all this kind of stuff, and just it, it made actually. It was way funner having him at the stall, like in the market where I could make more of a display of it, if you like, than having him back at my camp. And just him having, being like a one note kind of like, oh, I got a lizard. Uh, and then everybody, then we, you know, we put him aside and we kind of forget about it. We just do audio description, Dave shakes head. Um... Yeah, it's so much fun, dude. And it's like, another thing though, was like walking through there and talking to various people because I'm still, I had still a few of the flyers for you. Uh, so I was just walking through the market, handing them out there. So it's a good opportunity in the market. You get quite good throughput of people. And so I had some flyers for you, some for uh, Gwendolyn was handing them out. And I just got talking to a whole bunch of people there. And of course, then people start asking me what your positions are. And Well, prosperity. Yes. <laughs> virtuous. He gets things done. Exactly. Like That's what we're running on. Yeah. I'm <laughs> and <like> I'm like... <laughs> solutions. Yeah. You know, I'm not about problems. So basically, all of my answers revolved around me talking about how proud I was because I, I, I really wanted to get dedicated to Pride this event, which was a really nice thing, which we'll get to later. Um, 
but that my, my cup overfloweth with how proud I am of all of your uh, your kind of uh, uh, I, I guess it's like your your kind of your drive right your ambition uh, that, that Gallup has because as you said like it doesn't necessarily matter that the wheels are spinning and you're not getting things done you're, you're actually pushing for a whole bunch of things I think and I think there's something it, as, a, as a character archetype although I know you found it frustrating a few times it's actually something really quite it's it's a I cool think, story. I, I right? think it's important, like, never go for a title or quickly called a hat if you don't have something you want to achieve, mm. right? Like, I think that's something people like. Oh, I want to be the cardinal of prosperity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? What can't you do as you that you would be able to do? As a cardinal. Yeah. Like, and this is like, for me, I have like pretty clear objectives of what I want to do. Um, and then you basically just have to walk a lot and talk to a whole bunch of people in order to try yeah. and make that happen. I think so, was, you were quite good at this when people were coming up and asking you about the ambassador game, you know, after you'd made mm-hmm. yourself available for that, where you were kind of, you know, you were you were basically broaching those kind of points where like, you know, why do you want it? Like, and all these kind of things. It's like, and, and like, Find, talk to people, build arguments off what they say and all those kind of things. I think because, again, although the game, you, you know, the actual IC uh, results of the game you've pursued haven't necessarily been... It's the journey. Not, yes. Not, not, yeah, all of that. Not achieving anything. Oh, man. Uh, well, you have to be like that when you don't achieve anything. So but, you've got um, written down here, you went to go and get the Reapers as muscle. Well, I... I think Agni wanted to go and see the Reapers for something. Okay. Oh, I was also doing... Um, uh, I had plans for Operation Phoenix. Right. Um, I will only refer to it as Operation Phoenix. Uh, Gellert has a very big plan. I will only refer to it as Operation Phoenix as active game. Yeah. And I needed to go and speak to um, their prince and to Nico and a few other movers and shakers in the league. Um, and... While we were there, there were a couple of um, uh, Reapers. Right. And they were in a very excitable state and were fighting. Amazing. And I said to Nico, Nico, I hate to tell you this, but I think they might be on bite. (laughs) And Nico was like, what? Really? No. And for people who don't know, Bite is a... Uh, fantasy a, cocaine. A fantasy cocaine drug, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, you take it, it makes you really aggressive. It's kind of, you know... It's, it's kind of brought into the Empire originally by the Druze, but now there's kind of ideas... I think that that's a rumour. I don't know whether that's canon. I think the original source was, and now there's basically people who've made their own cuts of it and stuff there's like that. A lot there's a lot around. of stuff. And... There may or may not be people who can make it. It's very yeah, shady. Or they smuggle it in. And there's all kinds of other drugs that are kind of getting on the market now. Uh, oh, yeah, there's new drugs. Oh, yeah. And there's uh, all the Chaos Fruit stuff was a go-go as well. There's so many different things. All of that, by the way, was not a game that I necessarily interacted with Me myself either. personally. But it was so much fun. When you hear about all these things, you can hear people like being like, eat the fruit eat the fruit <laughs> it was just like and like the vines basically were gonna have a thing where they were literally gonna like have people eat these chaos fruit which were like fruits that they got from the heart of brickelliand or, or from brickelliand uh and which have these weird magical properties and if you eat them weird things happen to you people, and they, the, people... basically the decision was that 
the vines would all sit there and have someone eat the fruit. And then they would document what occurs to the subject after they've eaten the fruit. And I really loved that image. It was like, you know, those old kind of that old style of medicine where you the have Victorian a the era. Victorian where they're kind of watching like a subject as they're getting like trapanned tra- yeah. or something it's right deeply unethical yeah um, but in the name of science yeah it's so good I um, loved it yeah the um, yeah so basically they had a bit of a scrap somehow somehow we managed to convince them to be our bodyguards while they were on bike, they were coming down off bike. Okay, they're coming um, down off bike. Try- I think it was something like we explained that there were assassins trying to get me, and how, and they were like, "Oh, we're the best bodyguards around," and, I, and we were like, "Ah, oh, that sounds a lot like talk." And they were like, "No, we could keep you safe. No one's going to touch you." Where you and then we convinced them. Right, because the league's all about making contracts, right? Yeah, but we we convinced them to do it for free because they were... were, I don't have any money anyway. I'm not paying for anything, you know? I don't even pay Agni, you know what I mean? Like, um, Oh my gosh. Yeah, talking about that, I got given... uh, I got like a throne uh, from uh, Quill, uh, Orion's character. How long did that last? Actually, quite a long time, which we'll get to. But the whole... It was just fun being like... Because basically, I'm not trusted with money, no. and we take money away from from Telus because he has a spunk it on gambling or goose whisper. Yeah, uh, well, I can make goose whisper myself, but um, uh, it, but yeah, it was it was fun to like have a little stipend given to say like, <laughs> like not too much. Don't spend it all at once. Yeah, it literally was like this is your fun money, and that throne had some fun journeys over the course of the whole night. Oh, I didn't even. Do you know what I didn't mention the prelop, my downtime, right? Where I went to smash the absolute granny out of uh, the the pirate slavers. Yeah, did you get good bank off of that? Yeah, I got Mithril. Fucking hell, everyone got dude. But Mithril, I think like it was only like twenty or thirty people that got Mithril in their packs, and I was one of them. Man, everyone got shit. I got absolute fuck all. Yeah, you got nothing. I got absolutely. I was like. Oh, Mithril. That looks good. And they're like, that's like five and a half thrones. And I was like, really? Yeah. You know, like, that's fucking sweet. And Ian's just like, I got dick all yeah. in my fucking pack. Um, that's all I ever get. I need, I need, to, I need to swap out. It's I actually have had a pretty awesome run. We've had a really good run. Yeah. I think like... I think the fleets and the military units, I think they're just more dynamic. There's more fun things you can do. You get a little drop downy box, which I think is full of good feels. You get to have like. Fun stuff, right? Yeah. And it's like, there's never any fun stuff with any of the other resources. I feel so bad for like herb gardens. Like, I mean, I guess I get to vote on stuff, but even that's quite dry. You just basically turn up and say who you're voting for. uh, And it's just. It's and horses, that's only because I'm Navarre. Ian, right? it's horses for courses. For sure. And some people like that. I think you need to get yourself a military I need to get... Like, I think at the stage I'm at, I need a military Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. jonesing for it. You yeah. want that sweet action. Um, um, oh, yeah, dude. So, um, two characters, both from the Ember cast, who are played by the wonderful James and Sophie. Um, so, James was returning uh, as a different character this time. He was t- returning as Kellen, his new character. He was basically... Um, he kind of made some, we made some icy contact. The basic gist is he's the kind of this guy who has not left the sort of tavern that he's been looking after after since he was a, a kid, you know, with his family, and he's finally stepped out into the world. 
and is kind of like experiencing Anvil for the first time, all this kind of stuff. There's obviously a lot more going on than he's that. He's so shady. He's so fucking shady all the time. And I was constantly like, uh, sort of trying to pluck out what the extra juice was from that. But he's quite, he's good at being cagey, but suggestive. I love it. But then uh, also we'd kind of done it where I'd kind of met his character back before all of the backstory stuff that we had together. So back before we went to Hordland as the spy mission, back before we got cut off from the Empire. So he knew Talus in like emo Talus days where it was like, you know, like his, his mum had left when he was a kid. He was like, you know, so it was like sort of like goth emo Talus mode. So he kind of was like really surprised to see him in this kind of flamboyant state. And I was surprised to just see him outside of this bar. And it was it made for a really cool, fun interaction all the I way think, through the event. Didn't Keys have something to do with him as well? Yeah, Keys had sort of uh, Bungle, Key, uh, who plays Keys. He he kind of had this whole setup with his character, and there's there was a lot more there. I need to have a chat with him about that because I was I was interested. I think like my interaction with James and uh, and Bungle's interaction with James, I think, was very different. Yeah, uh, and that was very fun. He uh, he actually asked me. Uh, I was talking to him. And like I had a few people ask me what my position was on things before the Senate vote. They wanted to hear about what my aims and goals were. Mm. And it's like, I quite liked that thing, but he was being very shady about it. Like The thing is with James, you can never really tell. He, he kind of asks these questions where he's kind of, he's needling for information. He gives you a little knowing look when and he it, says yeah, Every stuff. time he says something, there's a little cheeky smile cheeky at the end of it. Cheeky little yeah. winky face. Oh, I love it though. He, he always plays his characters with such a, 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 there's a, like a, there's a sense of depth to all the characters that he's playing and I adore it. Yeah. Um, the other one, uh, meeting up with uh, Fionn again, Sophie's character, uh, she plays this wonderful kind of, uh, she's a, um, uh, I think she's a, a changeling who's kind of very uh, they're very kind of in their emotions are high all the time you know, they're either very kind of uh, bright or very kind of like uh, sort of dramatically angry and stuff like that so it's constantly peaks and, and valleys uh, and she really does that really well but we, I, I'd kind of heard uh, that there was a potential romance going on between Fionn uh, and, and a Wintermarker. And of course, Talis being a person of, of gossip was just like, you know, little bird found me. And I sort of started like giving a little winks and nudges like, you know, you've got to follow matters of the heart and all this kind of stuff. And like... Not in Wintermark. And, and it was so good because then she was like, oh, later tonight... Uh, I, I, I have a feeling this happened on Friday. I have to say there was a lot of alcohol for me involved in Friday. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but part of it was essentially... Um, her, she said uh, she's coming round later. And uh, so you'll have to drop by when we have like this sing-song. I think that was on Friday. I'm going to treat it like it's on Friday. If it was on Saturday, I apologise. But it led to just... I, I'll, I'll do the whole story now just because it's fun. Yeah. At this point, I have been doing a fair bit of drinking, uh, so we, we will we will rewind to before the drinking later on. Uh, there's already been a little bit of drinking actually at this stage, anyway. But anyway, I turn up at the Embercast camp. They're starting doing these wonderful songs. So many talented people are part of Embercast. It's a, a wonderful striding, and there is this Wintermarker and Fion, and I'm like immediately. Talis is like 
matchmaker. Like, he has to be involved. He can't have one of these things where he's like... And he's like... He, he, there's no subtlety to really just tell us in a way. He's like, just constantly going up to people like, like, like them. You know, matters of the heart have to be followed. You can't like... You know, you don't want to be regretting tomorrow. You know, <laughs> because you didn't act today. All this kind of stuff. It was really good. And then it was kind of this thing where... Um, talking to Theon kind of get, you know and I was like I, I would have had to go to do something so oh, just to stay for uh, one last song because I think you'll enjoy this and I was like okay definitely I'll stay for a final song and uh, the song I stayed for was a song that uh, Sophie had written which was like a, a essentially like a building love ballad that she'd made to sing for this winter marker. Wow. And it was really She's cool. She's got a great voice. She's got as a well. wonderful voice. But she started off like it was a song to the group. And then the as the as the lyrics kind of evolved, it became obvious it was about a person. And then as it sort of evolved, it became obvious it was about a very specific person. And then it was like as this kind of happened, the way she turned away from the group and towards this winter marker was just it was so good. The RP uh, that, that's what I loved about it. It's like the mixture of the RP and the performance and the way the group responded because all of a sudden, you know, all the focus. Because, you know, you get that sort of moments where, uh, and this is what I like about sort of performances in a, in a in a living space rather than somewhere like Songs and Stories, which I adore as well, obviously. But, you know, it, there's little side conversations and stuff. But when people could kind of see the way this was kind of evolving, everything kind of dimmed down and everyone was looking and then everybody kind of li- looked in on this moment. It was really nice, really touching very changeling right as i say those kind of big emotional highs like you know obviously everything's in it kind of thing it was it was really really well done it was just it was, it was like a, a real special moment to be part of and i was just like yeah that's fucking great yeah i just want to i want to bring that up i thought it was best to do it all as one yeah, rather than, than break up in different bits it was just fun rp both with james and sophie all the way through the event uh but that specific sort of arc if you like uh with theon uh, is just phenomenal she's just she always like both of them i think they always bring their characters out with just so much uh as i say like extra depth that's beneath it and like mm-hmm. at forefront in what they do it's very inspirational i really love it so oh yeah and then uh so rewind um i've been hired uh by the star bar uh to basically give out bubbles favors to so these i made these little boxes which had my sort of bubble blowers in them wrapped in these kind of um sort of handouts that i'd, I'd kind of made they look quite nice i think um so I, that, and there was like this vip party like high roller party in the star bar and i got basically hired to go and hand out these bubble blowers and i thought that sounds great i'm gonna go and do that and uh, um orion he'd been hired to go there and do a performance uh, and we found out that both the slots were the same time because we'd actually been hired for thing like at separate times. So it's like let's just do it at the same time. You know, you, you'll turn up and sing. I'll turn up and do bubble blow, like hand out the bubble blowers, and I'll blow up a couple of bubbles and stuff. <laughs> just, the talent levels, by the way, it was so funny, right? Like I heard you were very good, though. It will get to it. There was a it was a really fun environment to be part of. But yeah, so I got kind of hired to do that, and that was because genuinely at this point, like in terms of actual goals. I didn't have that much on. There was like I'd, I'd purposely treat like this whole event much more like a holiday, and I didn't really set a lot of stuff myself. It was essentially talk, like... talk about it now. You've set it up. You might as well finish it off. Yeah. So it was. Uh, yeah. We, 
Actually, I, we really should do it on Saturday because there's a lot oh, of setup Saturday. that goes okay, into cool. into doing that. So I was confused fun. about what else the notes say here. I thought it was the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Um, the, but after the doing, after sort of getting this job, I was like, cool. I've got I've got my Saturday, I've good things sorted on my Saturday. I'm gonna go and get some food. So I went off to Moorish. Uh, and one thing I like about Moorish is it's got this kind of OC IC kind of vibe where you can just sit in there and have stuff. Got some really nice food. I love listening to like little conversations and just sitting down with people and talking to them. Kind of again, like it's it's IC, but you can kind of drop OC a lot more casually. Listening to little things, it was so much fun because I could hear there was like a couple of conversations sort of through the wall where I could hear like some people talk about the Navarches and how they'd done. They were they were sort of thinking, oh maybe we should get in touch with the Navarches. So like that's very interesting. <laughs> I haven't really been doing it much as the Navarches, so Silver's obviously killing it once again. Yeah, um, very capable. But, oh man, I lost my wallet while at Moorish. And this was, it was one of those kind of, and it was like my wallet had, it was one of, I'd normally I'd empty of everything. Classic Ian. Oh, but it had Classic everything in it. Ian. It had absolutely everything in it. And I was just like, oh, geez. And it was one of those things where it's like, I had a feeling I'd get it back. But you know how you stress about stuff like that when you lose it? So it did kind of add a whole edge to the fucking, uh, the Friday night. You got it back though, right? I did get it back the next day, which was really nice. Um, you've got a thing here, diplomatic meeting, no reports. Yeah, so we have our diplomatic meeting uh, on Fridays. Um, you're supposed to get your um, diplomatic correspondence from the hub and then go and basically have this big chat with the Imperial Consul and the other ambassadors. The reports weren't ready. Right. This used to be a problem. Right. And it got better. Yeah. And now it's a problem again. Right. And I heard the power dropped out at one point. Was it? That was it? Saturday morning. That was Saturday morning. So okay. they just, okay, little gripe. Yeah. The ambassador stuff is always the last wind of fortune. Not having the reports done for the Friday after the long dark. Like, we all show up there to have this meeting. We can't talk about anything because there's nothing going on. Yeah. Um, very frustrating. And it's um, difficult as well because I guess that kicks everything then on to the next day but then the next day there's other things going on. Well, and... there's there's things you want to do. Yeah, right. Right? And you like can't. there's And you can't because you have no information. Yeah. Um, like basically the entire game of the ambassador <laughs> is to have information. Mm. Um, it's also way down on the totem pole for getting into Senate for elections. Right. So therefore... Um, you know, like you might be an ambassador and get elected uh, on the Sunday afternoon, right? And then you have to, as a new ambassador, then go and try and send a winged messenger with an hour left to go of the event, right? right. So you have to go to the computers, write out your letter, write it out um, uh, in, in, on a piece of paper, find a mage who can do winged messenger, send that off with a, 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 a what's it called, a, a ref present, yeah, uh, get that registered, like. It's a lot. I, I feel yeah. like... That... Is there a possibility, do you think, where they break off some of the civil service stuff? I don't know if even civil <clears throat> service is the right name for it. Actually into a separate body from the Senate? And so actually the, civil, have like... the civil service is specifically a crew interaction thing. No, I, I understand that. But I'm talking more like the... I don't know what, what I would, how I would phrase it, but like the equivalent of not senators, other people like ambassadors and so on well that's what the meeting on the friday should be right and then there's the imperial consul who kind of like represents this stuff in the senate right um so he gets to ask questions um that sort of vibe 
I, I think like I, in all honesty, I think the Ambassador game needs way more attention, way more love. It feels extremely neglected. Um, I think like it feels like a tacked-on module onto everything else right. that isn't quite incorporated into the rest of the game. Sure, um, and I think like with the current state of uh, Liberty Pact, basically, if you're like, if you want to talk about real politic, right, yeah. and you want to talk about how the state of play actually is, all the slave nations should just declare war on the empire. Mm. The empire has done nothing but solidify its alliances with non-slave nations. Been extremely aggressive. Um, it's kind of a, 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 a bit of a. It's just a, it's a bit of a waste of time. Like if you work really hard all weekend to go and do a thing, and then literally the Liberty Pact just overrules all of that with like literally no go between between who should be the main point of contact also there's stuff like when you send off letters you don't get direct correspondence back it'd be really nice if you could have a letter that said yeah. i always assumed it was no, i always assumed you, you get, had like a opposite number in you do but you never speak to them directly right they give you like you get like information from them yeah. Um, which or, or it's not from them; it's surrounding them. Um, it's but, more like a brief. Usually, right? I've I've been to most of the things I've been to when I had information. When I presented that information, other people knew that information. Right. So I would say, "Hot news off the press: This is happening in Yum." And they're like, "Yeah, we know." Right. And it's like, "Oh well, fuck." What am I doing? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, you want it to feel impactful, right? And it has relevancy, and that you're bringing a scoop to the yeah, table. Yeah, and there's like your like you essentially you feel you want to feel like you're the person who people have to speak to to learn the thing. Yeah, and that you have actual sway. Like uh, I had in my year as ambassador, I had one sit down meeting with a representative, which wasn't even really for me. It was for uh, related to other things. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. It's like I'm still deeply passionate about the relationship that the Empire has with Yarm and what this means for like in my opinion it's in reality it's fucking huge Mm. okay like in 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 politics it's like domestic politics is one thing international politics is how countries go to war okay it's how trade agreements are made it's it's like um you know, there's obviously some very real world things that happened in the UK in the last few years that are completely related to that, which is domestic politics dictating um, foreign policy and what that really means, right? Like, yeah, yeah. so it's I, I I find it really interesting, but in my time, it felt very lackluster. It felt like an afterthought, and like I said, when I tried to get more information information that i can rp with yeah. right like i want to be visiting yarm i want to be able to tell stories of my experience going to a place and, and 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 like being the fucking expert on this subject because it's the thing that i know like i never felt that way it's like um yeah very very difficult um there were characters on the field who had much more information about yarm because they had personal contacts there rather than i did I think this maybe comes down to my game as well. Like, I doubt myself a lot when it comes to how I communicated. I also got Agni to write a lot of the letters because I wanted to get my um, 
uh, entourage involved. And I think maybe I should have been more clear in my communication. But I don't know. Very difficult. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 yeah. I, 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 like when you described some of the things to me, I was I, I, the way I had assumed the ambassadorial game worked is, and, and the way it actually works, it, it does feel like there's certainly room for things to be done with it it's just it's it's it, it could be really exciting yeah i think a lot um, of people are genuinely interested in it as well like for example when you... it's so, it, like potentially like it's so cool yeah like uh, the, the world of empire is so rich you have yeah. all these foreign nations and all their likes and dislikes and what they want to do and some of them trade in this way and some of them might be like the actual the framing of of the narrative of like we're the empire and we have ambassadors that talk to these foreign nations and we yeah. are trying to and they have needs and wants and we can but it, it, in actual play yeah. um all i found was really closed doors and nothing really there when i tried to do things um again this might be how i approach the game how i played the game yeah. but like um i i think one of the reasons Again, it's it's this is not it's not really a criticism. It's more just like a a, a a perspective thing. But one of the reasons I play the type of game I do is because, like the, it feels with a lot of other aspects of the game hmm. that essentially what you're doing is you enact a thing, and then the 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 result that comes back to you is please await further response it's like typing in an input into a into a machine and pressing go and then you won't find out there's no advancement there's nothing that can happen beyond that thing until the next summit and essentially it's like a choose your own adventure book where you turn to page 57 yes and on page 57 the text says come back and you'll find out well yeah it's like a lot of empire feels like you're reading a book and the book is a choose your own adventure rather than an interactive dynamic thing. I think that's just the nature of having a fest LARP. Yeah. I know that there are other aspects of the game that do have those things from what I understand. So I know that people have um, encounters. Uh, they have um, like Eternals feels like something that's quite immediate and lots of mm. things can happen in those. Um, but yeah, I just feel like the, the diplomatic game needs... A, a bit of an overhaul and a lot of love, basically. And how did that impact Operation Phoenix then? I mean, like, bear in mind, I don't even know that much about Operation Phoenix, I have to say, dear <sighs> listeners. Operation so, Phoenix. Um, um, well, I had to, in order to do Operation Phoenix, I need to, and this is actually quite an interesting lead on in the conversation is like, why do I want to become a senator? Well, a senator has a lot more ability to pull the levers yeah. of different things so there are a bunch of different levers at empire that make things happen mm. right the senate can pass motions the military council marches armies around um uh, the synod um can lay down spiritual precedents which means that you can have a much stronger argument if you're like synod says this i want to do this way stronger yeah yeah um so yeah so basically what i was doing that night was i was trying to talk to different people about operation phoenix okay now conversely well 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 uh, gellert is running around doing that i would say 
so again, this is rewinded before uh, all of the stuff with uh, Sophie and the wonderful singing performance she'd done earlier. I set out with this idea that I'll go and have a few drinks. I've got some time to kill. Uh, I, I know the loose idea of maybe I'll hand some flyers out, talk to some people, talk on your behalf and, and sort of get a picture. Also, I was going to look into the blog games. I thought I would maybe find out a few things. I set off with some bubble blowers and some time to kill. The 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 only way I can really describe it is the Z-list celebrity of Talis, the, 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 like, being basically called... The, the meme. The meme of Talis, right? Being called by people to go to a place to drink with them so they can... And being, like, introduced to people... Uh, and then Your having... life is so much better than mine. It was like I had this process of like just leaving like Navarre and like progressing along. I got called like I got sort of called by all these different people to like just kind of go and like people that I kind of I kind of know some I don't know and I was just like yeah sure I'll, I'll come and have a drink have a drink have a, have a laugh with some people be flamboyant. I didn't have to pay for any drinks. And then, uh, so I have this throne. And the thing is, that's literally, at this stage, that's the only coin I have as well, because it's a throne. So I keep turning up at these places, and I'm like, oh, I'll buy a beverage. I've got this throne. Can you break that? <laughs> and nobody wants to break a throne. So, but, like, people are like... Uh, <laughs> so these people are, oh, I'll come for a beverage. I felt, I felt terrible, but it was Oh, just I'm like, sure you felt terrible getting free drinks all fucking Oh, it was night. so good. But it ended up just being really funny, because I, I can't even, like... I don't actually genuinely know what my agenda really was on Friday night after a certain point because it just turned into why did I leave camp? Why am I in Varushka? And how did I get here? And I have like, like it was so, and like I had all these little bubble blowers that I'd been just occasionally handing out to people and just the coconut cup was ever overflowing. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it was just fantastic. I had just the best time. Oh. And I was just... I, it still bothers me how I'm always in bed, tucked up like my granny. <laughs> and you're out there living your best life, getting free drinks all night, having not a care in the world, blowing bubbles, and getting oh, paid man. for it. And then I came back. So then I came back to the whole thing with... Uh, with Fion, listened to the performance there, that was great. Set off again, and I, I just as I left, I heard the wonderful sounds of the rusty compass strumming up at the dog end. And I heard, I'd heard it was going to be the last drinks at the dog end ever. They're closing down. Fuck off! I've never had a drink at the dog end. They're literally shut every single time I've ever tried to go, and you're there listening to Rusty Compass. Oh! And. Getting like the last drink. It's it was it was the it was the last performance of Rusty uh, Compass at the Dog End, which, by the way, is always like a banger, an absolute banger. By the way, like when like I, I ran into because um, basically as well, uh, not all of Rusty Compass were there for the full. No, event. yeah, one of them. Was so the Friday really was the night for for them. Um, oh, they were so good, and they absolutely slew. At the dog end, and the drinks were flowing. It was so much fun. Uh, I was kind of just at this stage. 
I had consumed uh, some alcohol. A couple of Chardonnays. And I was just literally in the corner, just like... I think that's some images of me, just with a big old smile and a coconut in my hand and a straw waggling around, just like dancing alongside Rusty Compass. But it was like kind of more bobbing than dancing, because that's about all I can do. cut to me in a tent, yeah. talking about how I see the future, <coughs> and there are different paths that the Empire can go down, and there's doom and destruction or opportunity and all this crap. I'm playing the game wrong, dude. Oh. I'm they, playing the game. I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't really want to break it to you, but I think you might be right. <sighs> the other wonderful thing was what I, uh, uh, as part of it, how things have progressed, I had acquired myself some Starbucks. Now, Starbucks are a, a special token that you can spend at the star bar for a free beverage, and I had I had two Starbucks to my name, and I thought, well, these are going to go down well at a treat. So I say I, I kept. I pocketed myself my Starbucks and I thought, I will, that's going to be, because I was already quite sourced at this point. I thought Friday and I knew at this stage, obviously it was monstering on Saturday. So I thought like I have to cool it down a little bit, Um, which actually a little cheat, uh, which is actually quite fun. I actually tend to bring, (laughs) as wimpy as this sounds, I bring like shandies with me uh, occasionally. So like when I've been like drinking a fair bit, but I still fancy some liquid because I am a thirsty boy. You are. I do. He's literally... Actually, we both all my are, drinks. We are out of beverages, actually. An hour I, and fifteen minutes in, we're out of drinks. Uh, but like, I like having something, you know, frothy in my cup. So I just occasionally just pour myself a shandy, and that was actually like a, quite a nice way to sort of sober up, but still be in the mood of for sort of party and fun. And that was really nice. Just sort of went off into the night with Starbucks pocketed, sloshing coconut cup, everyone having one bucks of spun around me. Oh. The oh, you got dedicated to vigilance. So. Yeah, when did this happen? So I'm a close personal friend of the uh, Cardinal of Vigilance. I know. Look at the, see, this is the this is the flip side of things. You do actually know very many important people. I'm not necessarily liked by everyone, <laughs> uh, but I know a lot of important folks. Well, I'm not liked by everyone now either. Uh, so. <laughs> well, hold on, spoilers. Um, so uh, he's played by a guy called Chris. He's a really lovely bloke. Um, uh, we've talked a lot through my position as ambassador an awful lot because I'm like vigilance like uh, the, everyone keeps looking very in the near future I like to look long term and see yeah. what the repercussions of this is so basically I've been like um, I think I started off as Geller as being ambition mm. but I've now yeah ambition become... is more of like an if and thing right yeah, but like uh, I wanted to do a bunch of stuff, and my ambition was to do a bunch of mm. stuff. But now, having been in the job, it's more like vigilance. Mm. It's all about vigilance. Yeah. It's about long view. It's about understanding what the correct thing to do is, rather than the. It, it sort of fits your character in so many terms as well. Bear in mind the the, the genuine assassination threats, the blood games and stuff. Yeah. Like you're being constantly like harangued. Yeah, there's like pressure um, all the time. Yeah, and, and operating under pressure. Um, being, yeah, and having, like, trying to do my best even when the, the situation is, like, on a public facing is, mm. like, a complete lost cause, right? Yeah. Like it's, yeah, anyway. Um, and I got dedicated to Vigilance, and mm. he dedicated to me, and it was awesome. Um, I was pretty fucking pissed when he did it. Yeah. So I don't think I gave it the gravitas that maybe it should have been done. How, how had your drinking gone for the evening? Like... So I stupidly 
didn't write my notes immediately when I got back from the event. Amazing. I then went to Prague, which we will be doing an episode on, and had a very extreme emotional experience in Prague. Right. And then wrote my notes over the last couple of days. Yeah. So... I was definitely doing things on Friday night. Yeah. I might have done things with people that are listening to us now. Yeah. Now, two weeks later, yeah. that is all just a big blur. I, I, yeah, because we're about uh, we're two weeks out now. Yeah. Two weeks out. Like There are, there are certainly things I've forgotten. Uh, and the Friday, a lot of... like The way to describe my evening is, is, is as I say, just loosely being... A Z list celebrity. I met loads of fun people. I had a really good yeah. time. Um, I did. Uh, I talked to senators. I talked to big swanky people. I talked to uh, all sorts of people. Um, I had a really good time. Yeah. Can't tell you anything about it. No. Um, it's lost in the the blur of it. But literally, the last thing I did was because um, I was getting sick because of Ellie. Um, I kind of half cut yourself up. Uh, just went to bed. Yeah, so here's the thing, because I, ha- I have written Crimson Reapers at the end here. Yeah. Am I thinking, because I, I, I thought this at some point on Friday, because yeah. I have a vague memory of bumping into you on Friday. Okay. And that we went to the Crimson Reapers, you had something on there, and I had never been inside the Crimson Reaper tent. Really? And seeing how, like actually skilled people Mate. put together like an ICOC area the and, Reapers and are the Reapers are like the, so good. They're like the fucking cool kids oh they're like their gosh. kit looks fucking amazing they've got fingers in all the pies yeah, um, yeah I like, have no idea what happened at that period of time I had had several drinks I just I remember loosely being with you yeah and being with some of the Reapers inside one of the tents and just basically being... I think I was literally just looking around being like, this is really fucking impressive. I think and you I, were talking, you were talking there... high, high politics or something. Yeah, I think I went there to do some Operation Phoenix stuff. I don't want to be specific in what I was talking I, about. I would not be able to tell you anything about that either. Um, but yeah, I was generally just, you know, that's what I do. Um, mm. Yeah. I had also another thing to sort of drop in here. Uh, I've been told... Because there's various kind of... Not everyone necessarily is, is, as it would seem, a fan of Talus as a character. Weird. I don't know why that would be. Uh, And so I had been fed some information by certain people who kind of watch over me. Yeah. uh, Are these the same people that watch over me? I think so. Okay. Uh, That I was costing resources to look after... (laughs) <laughs> and I need, I needed to tone it down a bit. But I, I love this concept, by the way, of if those people that are assigned to watch over me, yeah. like I've heard, like, where's he going to now? Oh God, he's going into this camp. But like, it's just like in the middle of the night by himself. I, it's like I have, like, yeah. Well, the way the way we play is so different. Where it's like. I, I could like I could just turn up and just be like weirdly flamboyant somewhere and just people just be like he's got to go <laughs> right? like, and not be not have a Scooby. Right? I, I worry that one day some idiot's going to try and mug me. Right. And I never have any money. I've got no money. Um well you got a phone. Well, we'll get to that. All right. Um but yeah, I'm going to get like stabbed up in a ditch for nothing. 
It's not even going to yeah. be for like oh yeah yeah a good reason. I'm just going to yeah. get shanked in the fucking dark. No, I think I'm going to get shanked in the dark yeah, for, well, for you, a good reason. Yeah, anyway. All right, well, we'll get to that. That is Friday, though, that's folks. That's Friday. Oh, my God. We've been, that's two hours of chatting already, and we're only just on Friday. Saturday is going to be fucking enormous. Yes. Um, it's a really big day. Yeah. Um, I do love doing this, though, dude. It is fun, isn't it? Dude. Now, roll that D8 and give me that name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we have a new be, thing we, where we roll a D8, and yes, because we have exactly eight Patreon, exactly people. eight so, Patreons. Um, yeah, we actually have a D8 this time, and we're gonna we're gonna roll it up. Okay. Last uh, time's result it? was a six, so if we get a six, will we we we, we yeah. roll? Andy Raff only gets so much love on this podcast. Five, so five. Um, Violet, Violet, lovely, delightful, oh. beautiful Violet, amazing. She's amazing. Um, thanks Violet really thanks, appreciate Violet. you um, and thanks for everyone for listening it's to, and, and to all the patrons yeah. Yeah. we love you all we'll yeah. see you for something bye, bye.